Hi, this is Shannon from SIS, the number four, teachers.org. Thanks so much for joining us for our blog this week. Have you tried visual models yet? Ready for more? Let's begin the rest with a part whole family of word problems in today's blog. The prerequisite is certainly, if you have not watched our visual model basics video, please just stop right now and go watch it. It'll explain what we go through the thorough and effective step-by-step -step process for creating visual models that we've used, and it will help you understand why we use them to help students really comprehend word problems. This group of word problems really earned the family name part whole problems because we're taking a piece and subtracting it or adding it or trying to find the missing part. After students have grasp on part whole addition, subtraction, and multi-step, we also have them understand part whole multiplication and division, which sometimes looks a little different than our regular part whole operations. In addition to subtraction, we use a non-proportional bar to represent an amount. If it's a larger number, Number, like 54, obviously we'd have a larger bar. For smaller numbers, like 24, it would be a smaller bar. When we moved into part whole multiplication and part whole division, we're still using a non-proportional bar, but we're kind of chopping it up into units. Part whole multiplication. Here's an example of a problem. I saw five spiders each with eight legs. How many legs were there all together? Instead of making a large bar, we're going to look at the intricacies of the individual pieces of the information that are in the problem. Since I have five spiders, I might want to show five units which represents the spiders, and inside each unit I might put the number eight for the legs. At this point in the part whole multiplication and division, we start off labeling our diagram a little bit differently. The total of the bar, which represents the total legs, which is where we'll really write that on the left side at the starting point. The question mark at the end of the bar really shows what we're looking for, which is the total number of legs. We're talking about individual spiders, and they're really being counted in that problem. So across the top of the bar, we'll show that there. Part whole division. It's the same idea if you were to think about maybe a child having money and they want to go to the candy store and they have $10 and they want to buy candy. Maybe each candy costs 50 cents. How many pieces of candy could the child buy with their $10? We're now talking about the entire unit bar equaling the money the child had. And I want to break it into 50 cent pieces to show how many pieces they could have out of the 10. A visual shortcut. As problems get larger, you might find yourself thinking, I have to draw how many boxes? Professor Barbels gives us the answers for both multiplication and division types of problems, especially on our poster. He's able to help you really understand the quantifiable parts of the drawing unit on the bar or when it's just too many to draw. Imagine if I saw 48 spiders instead of five. That would be way too many to draw. Instead, I'll use kind of the ellipse of dot, dot, dot and kind of continuing to represent the spaces between the first and the last unit. We could do the same thing if we were dividing something large, like if I had 426 apples and I wanted to put them in bags of 20, it would be too many to draw. But the ellipses of the dot, dot, dot would help give that visual of dividing the bars into units without using all our time drawing boxes. Study the anchor posters from Professor Barbell to see more about how and when to use the dot, dot, dot when we're talking about larger numbers with multiplication or division. When students have a solid grasp on the part whole family of problems, the first set when they really start to execute the problem could really be a mixture, you know, the part whole addition, subtraction, and multi-step. And the second set, we can start to add in the multiplication division. Then they're really, really, I think, ready to kind of encounter 
harder problems as they go throughout elementary school. Danger, danger, multi-step problems. One of the areas I've seen students really start to get tripped out is when they have to do a part-whole problem, but when they're asked to do two sets of operations and they cross paths inside of a multi-step problem. Let's look at this problem. I have $250, I wanna buy new ski equipment. I bought skis for $100 and my gear for $75. How much money do I have left? This is a part whole multi-step that students might find pretty easy since they're just adding and then subtracting. Some students might also find that when you combine multiplication and division, it might be easy. But when we cross operations, it really helps the kids, they really have like two or three steps in a problem. Students tend to revert back to the old guess and check tactics and appealing for you to help. Do I add? I don't know, maybe I multiply. However, if we are taking our time to lay in the foundations of our step-by-step -step visual model, or what I say, the reading comprehension process, it will really help students to slow down and figure out what the problem is actually asking. Let's say we're getting ready to go on a field trip and we have 152 students signed up to go, 10 teachers are going, and eight parents are chaperones. We want to load the vehicles and each vehicle we can fit 10. How many vehicles do we need? This kind of problem certainly is going into higher order thinking. You can't just quickly add or subtract to find the answer. Students need to draw that bar model to help them understand what's going on. We start by drawing a unit bar that will be equal to the total of people going on the field trip, then a bar that shows the section for students, parents, and teachers. Then the information on the parts of the problem is needed to solve the next portion of the problem, which is how many vehicles are needed. Again, I'll draw a bar to represent the total of people going, but this time I need to divide it then into groups of 10. Now this is starting to look more like a part-whole division problem. Drawing a multi-step bar model helps students see that they have a little bit more, or a little bit more of this transferring process. Then just really showing the bar model, they can really figure out the answer that they find in the first part and sometimes you need to solve that first and then re-represent it in another bar to do the next step. Multi-steps problems really just involve a little bit more grit. When students can come efficient in step-by-step -step process of solving problems with visual models, it's really gonna help them as they start to get the idea as we look at comparison. Next week, we're gonna be talking about different types of comparison bars and with students having this part whole understanding under their belt, they're going to soar. Thanks so much for joining us. We hope to see you next week.